Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Abide Forever. My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson, and I welcome you guys back into this broadcast. We are continuing on with 52 weeks of healing and deliverance, and tonight, if you will, for just a little bit of your time, I want to talk to you about abiding in the hidden place. This is the privilege, right, and posture of every believer, okay? It is in the hidden place. And I want to share with you some scriptures today that have perplexed me for, you know, for some time. Um, because there are those scriptures <laughs> that you you understand what they are saying spiritually, but you hadn't fully laid hold of an understanding of it in a an application to everyday living standpoint. And so I want to talk to you this evening and share with you guys um, a divine revelation of the baptism. All right. And um, this is important because, you know, when we think about being baptized, you know, I remember that moment. I remember that time in that space, you know, when I was taken down into that water, you know, when I was taken under and brought back up, right? It is the will of the Father for us to know what that is and to understand baptism, hallelujah, from a his spiritual lens, okay? And I do want to share what I believe to be a divine revelation from the Holy Spirit. Um, what 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 the Lord God Almighty has shown me concerning baptism. Um, I believe that there is so much healing and deliverance in this in this revelation and in this understanding. And not only that, but just the scriptures that we're going to deal with tonight. I really, I know. Okay, I'm not even talking about what I believe. I know that if we can learn to or choose to abide in the hidden place, there's so much victory that will be ours in our everyday living. This is the life that God has for us. This is the life that the sacrifice for Christ has afforded to us. It is to embrace the hidden place. And so I want to share these scriptures with you tonight and tie this into um, a divine revelation of the baptism because that's pretty much what we're talking about this evening. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, hallelujah, Lord, teach us tonight. Lead in God every thought, every word. Holy Spirit, wash, renew our understanding. Cleanse us with the washing of water by your word. Make us anew tonight. Refresh us. In your holy word. Father, we ask, hallelujah, to fellowship with you tonight in this space. That we may partake of the living water 
that you have offered to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Sanctify this hour and this moment. Hallelujah. And let every word of my mouth and every meditation of my heart be aligned properly to your mind and your heart for your glory and for your name's sake. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Go with me, if you will, to the book of Colossians. We were there last week, and I want to continue to read from that place, okay? Colossians chapter 3. Last week, we read the first two verses, okay? And we had a whole lesson on healing for the mind just from those first two through two verses in Colossians. So if you have not um, listened to that podcast, go back and listen to that. I did not do it on a live, but it is available um, in audio form on anchor.fm forward slash Abide Forever on uh, Spotify's Abide Forever, Apple Podcasts, Abide Forever. Um, and I've shared a link to it um, on the Abide Forever Facebook page as well. Go back and listen to that um, broadcast because there's so much healing in that all these messages are about our healing and deliverance. But tonight, hallelujah, let us get an understanding and a revelation of the baptism. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter three, verses um, three and four say, for you have died. Okay. For you have died And your life is hidden with the Messiah in God. When the Messiah, who is your life, shall appear, then you too will appear with him in glory. Listen, this is our spiritual reality. The word of the Lord says, we have died. I led in with being perplexed, right? (laughs) Because some scriptures can be hard to lay hold of, but the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He will give us proper understanding, context, uh, and revelation concerning his word. And he says here that we who believe have died and our life is hidden in Christ. Hallelujah. When the Messiah who is our life appears, then you too will appear with him in glory. This is our present spiritual reality that we are dead. Okay. And that our life is hidden in Christ. Okay. We're talking about abiding in the hidden place. What is it? To be hidden. What does that look like every day of my life? I need to know. Otherwise, when I read these verses, I hear them. And I hear what what you're saying, but I don't understand what it looks like. Okay? So I want to share with you guys what this looks like. All right? The Father has given us our present spiritual reality when he says that we are dead And that our life is hidden in Christ. And when Christ appears, so shall we. That's my present spiritual reality as a believer. All right. Watch this. When Adam and Eve partook of the forbidden fruit that the Lord God Almighty said to not eat. Prior to that point, they were 
alive spiritually. After they ate, scripture says that they died. The word of the Lord was unto Adam saying, in the day that you eat, you will surely die. Okay, that that would be your present spiritual reality. And guess what? He did eat. She did eat. Eve ate. And guess what? That became, death became their their present spiritual reality. It was a spiritual death. And so death and so sin and death reigned in their earthly nature because they were cut off from what? The supply of life, which comes from Abba, Father, our maker and creator. They had one spiritual reality at first, but when they sinned against God, they had another spiritual reality. The word of the Lord is showing us tonight, hallelujah, that in Christ Jesus, our Lord, he has given to us a new spiritual reality. And guess what that spirituality, that spiritual reality looks like? It looks like me dead, hallelujah, spiritually to sin and death. And I'm made alive unto Christ. And that my life is hidden in him. Listen, we're going to unpack this thing tonight. This is amazing. The word of the Lord goes on to verse five and it says, therefore, put to death the earthly parts of your nature. All right. So, so, so this is where I was perplexed. Okay. Because if you say that I'm dead and my life is now hidden with Christ, why do I need to put something to death? Okay, because there were two realities that existed on one end. My present spiritual reality is that I am dead to sin and death. That is a spiritual reality. However, in my present physical earthly reality, I got choices to make. (laughs) And scripture says, put to death the earthly parts of. Of your nature. Why? Because I've already given you a new spiritual reality. And on the basis of your new spiritual reality in Christ Jesus, this is the behavior or the action that follows. The Lord God Almighty says, put it to death. Hallelujah. Now, what I love about our Father is that even when He gives us an instruction to do something, He also empowers and enables us to do it. Hallelujah. This is who he is. This is what he does. Listen, everything is on his shoulders. Everything is on the shoulders of Christ. He is responsible for us. So when he says, therefore put to death the earthly parts of your nature, because I've reckoned you dead to all of that, that means that he is able to, uh, Perform that (laughs) in us and through us. And he is faithful to it. But listen, we've got to understand what the baptism really is. And that's what I'm unpacking tonight. That's what I'm talking about. Listen to me. The word of the Lord says, put to death the earthly parts of your nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is a form of idolatry. For it is because of these things that God's anger is coming on those who disobey him. The word of the Lord says, true enough, you used to practice these things in the life you once lived. 
See, that was an old practice, but now I have a new spiritual reality in that Abba Father through Christ Jesus has reckoned me dead, hallelujah, to my earthly nature. And so he says, put it to death. The word of the Lord says, verse seven, true enough, you used to practice these things in the life you once lived, but now put them all away. Anger, exasperation, meanness, slander, and obscene talk. Hallelujah. We have two very present realities. Same as Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had a present reality. They were, um, they, the Lord said, in a day that you eat, you will surely die. And guess what? They died. However, however, they still had a physical earthly reality in that they had to live while spiritually dead, meaning disconnected from Abba Father. In Christ Jesus, the relationship has been restored. And so now the father reckons us dead to sin and death. And so he says, because I've given you a new spiritual reality, Ebony, put to death your earthly nature. That's your work. Even so, faith, if it does not have works, is what? Somebody type it into the comments. I'm not even going to say what it is because I know everybody knows that scripture. Even so, faith, if it has not works, is what? So the Lord says, put it to death. That's our part of the work. But he doesn't require, there it is, Coleman. He said it's dead. Facts, period, point blank. Amen. It is dead. All right. And so the Lord says, put it to death. Why? Because your life is now hidden in me. We've got a hidden life right now. And I want to talk about what that spiritual life looks like, that that hidden life looks like, because we need to know what it is uh, from a practical standpoint so that we can be empowered in our everyday living. I'm going to back up to Romans, all right? I'm going to back up to the sixth chapter of Romans. Listen to what I'm about to read to you, okay? The word of the Lord says, Romans chapter 6, I'm going to start reading at verse three. It says, and and just so you know, I'm reading from the complete um, Jewish study Bible. The word of the Lord says, starting at verse three, don't you know that those of us who have been immersed, that is baptized. Okay. Don't you know that those of us who have been immersed into the Messiah, Yeshua have been immersed into his death. Okay, those who have been baptized into Christ Jesus, our Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah, right, have been baptized or immersed into his death. Okay, we're talking about the hidden life. The hidden life is right here on this point in Romans chapter six. All right. He says that I have been immersed into the death of Christ. Let me keep reading these scriptures. It says, so that just as through the glory of the father, the Messiah was raised from the dead. Likewise, we too might live a new life. The father is trying to get a new life to us, but you can't lay hold of the life that Christ wants for you while holding on to your earthly nature. Okay, because that's not what that's not what God wants for us. And so we got to make a choice. All right. It's not about uh, I'm not saying that 
we're not saved. What it is, is that we're not spiritually disciplined. Hallelujah. But let us hear what the Lord is saying to us tonight. He says in verse four, of Romans chapter six, through immersion into his death, we were buried with him. So that just as through the glory of the Father, the Messiah was raised from the dead, likewise, we too might live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will also be united with him in a resurrection like this, like his. We know that our old self was put to death on the execution stake with him, that is the cross, so that the entire body of our sinful propensities might be destroyed and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. That's, that's the father's end game. It is to destroy, to destroy the sinful propensities of the body. Hallelujah. That we may, will no longer be a slave to sin. Here's the thing about, uh, about a believer. The fact of the matter is this. No believer is a slave to sin. Anybody who is doing whatever they're doing, that's a choice. We're doing what we want to do. It's just a choice, okay? But you're not a slave to it. It's not your master because you've been immersed into the death of Christ. And so the Holy Spirit is your teacher. The Holy Spirit is your master. Abba Father is your master. Not sin. But here's the thing, we've got, we've got two realities because we're spiritual beings and we're earthly beings. So even though Christ has reckoned me to be hidden in him and dead to sin and death, I of my own volition and choice have to choose to put it to death. I got to be willing to lay down some stuff. And that is where the understanding of the baptism comes into place. All right. Listen to me when I say this, you know, the way we have thought about baptism is the way we see it and the way we have experienced it. And, and I mean, I'm talking about just being baptized, right? In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And boom, they, 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 the pastor put, put, puts you in, right? And then he brings you up. Okay, watch this. Follow me right here. The baptism to be immersed into the death of Christ. Okay. That is the hour that you believe. Okay. When you are baptized, okay, meaning you come into, your conscience is awakened toward God. You are made alive again unto a living hope, right? So the baptism is is this. It's not what we see the pastor do. He takes us under. We're baptized. We go into the water and he brings us up. What baptism really is, it is, watch this, it is immersion and stay. Hallelujah. There is no coming back up. It is, it is to be immersed into the death of Christ and to stay there. That's the, that is the reality of baptism. That is the work. Because here's the thing, nothing in my, my, my earthly nature 
can be subdued in this life if I don't allow myself to be immersed in the death of Christ and learn how to stay there. Because staying there, that is the hidden place. That's the hidden place. The Lord says that my life is hidden in him. And I was trying to understand, what does that mean? What is that? I don't even understand what that looks like. How is it hidden? It's a spiritual hiding. But here's the thing. When God takes us under, we immediately start a journey where we are walking toward him. Period. So we are all, all of us who believe are journeying toward the father, the heavenly father into eternal life. Hear me. Anybody who is an unbeliever is journeying where? Into eternal death. Those who believe we are journeying into eternal life through the immersion, right? Or baptism into the death of Christ. Listen to me. I, I, I have to share with you guys the, 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 this understanding, this revelation, this thing that God has shown to me concerning baptism. Okay. So I was thought I was going to sleep and, um, I had a vision. The Holy spirit took me somewhere and suddenly I was, um, I know where I was. I was outside of the throne of God. Right. And you know how scripture talks about water flowing from the temple of God, right? This is what I could see. There was water flowing from the temple of God. All right. And so out in front of me, there was just nothing but water that had flown out from the temple of God. Right. And so without words, I knew that God was telling me to come into the water. <laughs> All right. So at first, and I'm like, okay, I know I'm supposed to go into this water. But a part of me was kind of like mm, hesitant. But I had to go anyway. And so I began to walk through this water because I knew that the Holy Spirit was instructing me to do so. Not with words. It was just a knowing. Because when you come into a very sacred place like that, everything that needs to be known is known. And so I just knew. And I began to walk through that water. And as I walked, okay, the, the water just became higher and higher and higher on me. Right. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, maybe I'll get to the other side of the water before the water is over my head. But guess what? I didn't, I didn't. And so by the time the water got to here on me, it was at my lips. I said, I'm going to have to take a breath and just keep walking. Right. And so I kind of lifted my head up and I pulled in a big breath. And I'm thinking, if I just get enough air in me, then I can continue to walk through this water, you know, and get to the other side, holding my breath. (laughs) We talked about baptism. Hear me, hear me. I'm going to unpack this. So I'm walking through and I've, I've gotten this big breath and I'm holding it. And we all know you can only hold your breath for so long. 
And so the breath that I had grabbed began to expire, right? And so as it expired, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know what is about to happen. And so I began to kind of gasp for air. And when I gasped, suddenly, out of nowhere, I had some kind of spiritual gill because suddenly I was able to breathe under this water. And it was as if the Holy Spirit was like, it's impossible to die here because this is living water that you're walking through. And so I continued to walk. I walked on through the water and now I'm breathing under it. And when I came out on the other side, finally, the other side didn't look like the old side. The the other side was beautiful. The other side was pure. The uh, on the other side, the sky was amazing. You know, on the other side, saints were there, and it was the the saints were like giants to me because I was I don't know I was I wasn't I was just giving up a glimpse or an experience. And I didn't understand what all of that was until I was preparing for this lesson. And um, I was taken back to that place. And I was like, wow, we who believe we are being immersed into the Holy Spirit. Okay. Into the Lord's death. That is baptism all right and so i have a couple of points um that i want to share before my time uh, with you guys expires tonight but when i came into that sacred place number one there was a drawing okay the lord was drawing me to walk to move forward to step out into that water That is the calling. That is the drawing of the Lord God Almighty of the saints um, into communion and back into relationship with him. All right. And so the father drew me into the water. He called me into the water, a relationship with him. He was drawing me to himself. And so I began to walk. The word of the Lord tells us in John chapter six and verse 44, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day. So Jesus is saying that the father, hallelujah, draws us through the son. He draws us back unto himself. And so as I was standing there and having this very spiritual revelation, of the the baptism the lord begins right there at that point of just the drawing and so i wanted to speak to somebody today and let you know that that pull that tug on your heart and your mind to know who god is to uh that interest that spark that is the lord god almighty drawing you pulling and calling you into a relationship with him. We're talking about baptism. The Lord God Almighty, again, he says what? That it is his will for our lives to be hidden in Christ. Let me go back to, um, let me go back to my, my, my key verse here. 
Um, We died and our life is hidden. Our life is hidden with the Messiah in God. When the Messiah who is our life appears, then we too will appear with him in glory. And so when the Lord, hallelujah, when, when, when we come to know who Abba is, hallelujah, we receive the work of his son, Jesus Christ, hallelujah, our Lord and Savior, we began this journey to eternal life as we pass through this space called time. And so the Lord God Almighty is drawing us to himself. All right. The water in that vision represents the word and the Holy Spirit. All right. We're being as we because we know that the father the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are one. And Christ is the Word made flesh, right? And the Holy Spirit is the living water. (laughs) He is the fountain. So they're all one. All right. And so this representation of this water is the Word and the Holy Spirit. And so as I was being immersed into the baptism, being immersed into the death of Christ, all I know in that in that moment was that the Holy Spirit is drawing, was drawing me. And just like, you know, when you're in that moment where God is calling you, whether you're in a church setting, you know, uh, or, or whether you're at home, wherever you, because God can call you from wherever you are. He's always calling us. He's always calling, you know, and he's always saying, come. Hallelujah. It is not his will that any man should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so he is always calling. Listen, as I obeyed the Holy Spirit, drawing me into the water, I stepped out. And as I mentioned earlier, that water incrementally got higher and higher on me. Right. And this piece right here, it just represents the fact that When you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you start a journey and the Lord God walks you deeper and deeper into that relationship. Okay, it's not going to be shallow always, and it's definitely not going to be superficial. The Lord God Almighty wants a deep, fulfilling relationship with his children. Okay. As I was going out into the water, and and again, the water represented, I'm getting deeper in my relationship with Christ. It represents getting deeper into his word, okay? This is where he is calling and drawing us as we pass through time on our way to eternal life. Listen to me. The word of the Lord says in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26, hallelujah, that he might wash her, referring to the church, and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Hallelujah. With the washing of water by the word. We're talking about the baptism and and being immersed into the death of Christ. When God calls you into this relationship, he calls you through to walk through this living water. He is the living water. And as you go through, hallelujah, this water, his word washes you and cleanses you. All right. You go deeper and deeper 
in that relationship with him deeper and deeper in your understanding of the word of God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 22 says, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. The Lord God Almighty is cleansing us and he's cleansing our conscience that we might be, um, have an upright heart and mind toward him. Hallelujah. Listen, this is the baptism. It is being ushered into a relationship with the almighty unto eternal life. That's the end game. That's the journey. And, and, and as we walk through this span of time, our lives should be hidden with Christ. It should be hidden in Christ with Abba Father. And that is where, it, uh, as Romans chapter 6 said, that is being immersed into the death. Listen to me, the death of Christ. The Father drew me. He was calling me into that water. Hallelujah. He was calling me into that water. John chapter 6 verse 44 says, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up at the last day. Hallelujah. If anyone is thirsty, John chapter 7, verse 37, verses 37 through 39. If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this, but this he spoke of the spirit, the rivers of living water. He was speaking of the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. Listen, this going baptism is coming into the water of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And walking into full immersion, being fully immersed into the death of Christ all the way unto eternal life until you get to the other side. That's the journey. It's not a, I'm I'm in and I'm out. It is, I have reckoned you dead in Christ Jesus, my Lord, dead to your earthly nature and alive unto Christ. So put that stuff to death. The, your earthly nature, those sinful propensities, put them to death. How do we put them to death? It is through the baptism that we put them to death. Let me, let me continue to share what you share with you, what the word of the Lord says. Hallelujah. Um, unto me, uh, in that, in that revelation, in that vision. Hallelujah. The journey of faith is not designed for us to live above the water. Okay. We're talking about abiding in a baptism that is being fully immersed into the death of Christ. So we're not supposed to abide spiritually above the water because the victory is in the immersion, being completely immersed. This is the hidden life, okay? The purpose of immersion is death. Romans 6 said, that we are baptized into his death. The purpose is death. Okay? It is the death of everything that was cited in those verses connected to our sinful propensities. This is how 
the Father works it out in and through us. But we've got to be willing to abide with him. Okay, we've got to be willing to abide with him. The word of the Lord says, hallelujah. Revelations chapter 22, verse 17. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let anyone who hears come. Hallelujah. And let anyone who is thirsty come. That, That is the resounding word. Hallelujah of the Holy Spirit. He's saying, come. Come into this living water. And so we start out that journey. All right. But the Lord wants to take you under completely to give you full immersion into his death. And for you to stay there so that everything that is connected to your old nature will be subdued under the word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit. Because you can't do it on your own. We can't do it on our own. If we could, we wouldn't have needed a Savior. Hallelujah. But we did need a Savior. And He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we have put our trust, our hope, our faith, and our confidence in Him. And He's saying, listen, now, from this day forward, your life is hidden in me. So put to death everything that is connected to your old nature. How do you put it to death? By taking this journey to me. He says, I'm going to walk you across this water. And this water is living water. And it is designed to slay the old man. It is designed, hallelujah, to slay and, and, and bring to a state of death your old nature so that you can live in abundance. Hallelujah. Listen to me when I say this. When I was walking through that water in the vision, I took that last breath before I knew that the water, that I was about to be fully immersed. Okay. Immersed. <laughs> All right. And so that last breath expired eventually as I shared with you earlier. Hallelujah. As we journey through in the death of Christ through being immersed that is baptized into his death, right? The goal is to be completely immersed under under the water of the word (coughs) excuse me (coughs) under the power of the Holy Spirit okay before being completely immersed in that water I took that one big breath and that breath in that breath that I took was every propensity of my old man, right? So I took that breath. That was my last breath on my of my old life, okay? And I went, continued to walk under, hallelujah, the water of the Holy Spirit, the water of the Word of God, the death of Yeshua the Messiah. In that last breath was the propensity of my old man, all right? I've got to be willing, hallelujah, to let that breath be my last breath. Because here's here's the thing. When that breath expires, 
one or two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to trust that the provision that God Almighty has made for me in Christ Jesus is enough. So much so that I'm willing to let my flesh suffer so that that which was that which is in my simple propensity that which is in my old man can die or i am going to fight my way back up to the surface and catch another breath it is the will of the lord for us to stay subdued under the word of god and let our flesh suffer It is the will of the Lord for us to stay subdued under the Holy Spirit and let our flesh suffer. That's how you kill it. When he says put it to death, that's how we put it to death. By allowing our lives to stay subdued under the word of God, being obedient to the word of God, to stay subdued under the Holy Spirit, to stay under the tutelage, the instruction, and the power of the Holy Spirit. That is how we subdue our old nature. That is how we put it to death. Hey, Sherry, it's all right. Come on in here, girl. Listen, so when we take that last breath, that's got to be the last breath. If it is not the last breath, then we fight to get back up to the surface to take another breath hear me when i say this all right the word of the lord says hallelujah um colossians let's go back to colossians i'm gonna read verse five and i'm wrapping this thing up it says therefore put to death the earthly parts of your nature we put them them to to death through being immersed in the death of christ but you've got to stay immersed (laughs) in it in order for it to be subdued Does that make sense? We're staying immersed under the word of God, under the authority of the Holy Spirit and allowing ourselves, that is our old nature, that is our flesh to suffer. Hallelujah. In order to break, hallelujah, ties, in order to to let it die. I'm wrapping this up. The word says, uh, put to death the earthly parts of your nature, sexual immorality. The Lord says, put that to death. Okay, does that mean that you cannot have sex? No, it just means that you have to have sex morally under, hallelujah, the word of God, under the instruction of the Holy Spirit, which means between a man and a woman in a marriage. (laughs) That is the purity of the sex life. All right. And, and, And in subduing it, that means that I have to stay in the hidden life. The hidden life is me abiding under or or in the immersion of the death of Christ. That is that I my life is so immersed in the word of God. And I'm going to stay here and allow my flesh to suffer. And I'm not going to step outside of it. Because every time I step outside of it, that's me fighting my way back up to the top for another breath. <laughs> Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, put it to death. Impurity. Lust evil desires. The only way to put these things to death is to stay immersed under the death of Christ. All right. To continue to walk and abide in the baptism. It it wasn't a, a one dip in you out. It is 
it is the baptism is that it is a journey it is the drawing and the calling of Abba Father of his children back to himself that is the baptism that is it it is the journey it is journeying through this life in union with the Holy Spirit okay in that my present spiritual reality is that <clears throat> I am dead to sin and my old nature. And I am alive unto Christ. And because my present spiritual reality says that my life is now hidden in Christ with the Father. That means I'm going to put everything in my old nature to death. How do I do that? I do that by abiding in the baptism. Not a dip and a back up. It is a journey of my life with the Holy Spirit. And being completely subdued. Hallelujah. Under the word of God. Under the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Listen. Revelation says it. The spirit and the bride say come. God is calling us out into that water. I'm going to wrap it up in saying this. Every believer is journeying to eternal life. Every unbeliever is journeying to eternal death, destruction, darkness. That's their journey through this space that we call time. That is not our faith. That is not our, that is not we who believe are journeying to eternal life. And as we journey through time, we have this privilege of doing so hallelujah in a hidden place in Christ the hidden place is living my life fully immersed under and in the the death of Christ that is I am walking through this living water every day of my life and I bring my my old nature hallelujah under the authority of of the Holy Spirit, the word of God, the living water, the fountain of truth. Listen, it is in the hidden place that all things are subdued under the word of God, hallelujah, by the spirit of God, under the power and authority of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, so we must abide in the hidden place not as a a duty but as a privilege because the resurrection life hallelujah is amazing but there are some resurrections that we need right now all right because every time you die to something in your old nature when you let that die hallelujah you're resurrecting your god is uh raising you up to a new beginning in that area of your life all right this is why abiding in the hidden place is so important and so i admonish and i encourage us to get to stay there all right (laughs) to stay there all right this is about forever Um, My name is Dr. Ebony Robinson. I pray that I have helped you guys to understand um, and really 
given a different um, take on what it is to be baptized um, and what that looks like in everyday living um, and how our deliverance and our victory in everyday life is connected to our um, obedience and our willingness to abide in the death of Christ so that everything else can be subdued. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, thank you, Sherry. Sherry said, yep, I got it. Got to go back to the beginning. (laughs) Amen. Go back to the beginning, y'all. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. God bless you all. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys back here next week. If you didn't catch me at the beginning, go back to the beginning uh, and and gather those words uh, to hear what we were talking about. And may you find healing. Hallelujah for your soul and deliverance in this teaching tonight. Until next time, be blessed.